You're listening to Rama for Today. And I needed a tire, and I needed uh, also to bring some information to Brother Hazelton. So we were staying over at the Ellers, and, and Lee said to me, he said, Brother Hagen, you, you need to move to Tulsa. And said, I just got the very place for you. Well, I wasn't much interested in it, to tell you the truth about it, because... But anyway, he said, uh, Brother Osborne's old office building over here on North Utica, he said, uh, I saw his office back the other day, and he said, Lee, sell that for us. Different, different times, I don't know how many different times it had been sold, people put up earnest money and just lost any earnest money and didn't take it, deal didn't go through. And it had been sitting over there. He said, come on, I want to show it to you. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, How to Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1. I still didn't tell them. They don't know till this day. I never have told them that God sent me back. Never have told them what I had. In my spirit, you don't always tell everything you have. I said, well, after all, they have to vote on. I'll tell you what I'll do. Just go ahead if they want to and let them vote on. I'll tell you afterwards. Well, they made all the proper announcements like they ought to be made at a regular business meeting. And so they voted. I got every vote but two. Well, he didn't expect to get it that well. But uh, one of the deacons, he never was with them when, when he talked to him. And I asked one of them, I said, what about him? Oh, he said, he's not for you. I said, why isn't he for Oh, one of these fellows said, I asked him, what's wrong, Brother Hagin? He said, oh, now this is his opinion, not mine, you understand. This deacon said, I think Brother Hagin's the greatest and the best preacher that ever preached in this pulpit. He's the best preacher I've ever heard. He wasn't there, you see, when I pastored two years before. But he said, uh, he said I'll tell you one thing about it. He said, I just know from the way he preaches that if he's elected pastor here, I can't run it anymore. Well, he was exactly right. <laughs> now, get this. Get this. So I got every vote except two. And after it was announced that I'm elected pastor, if I'll take it, I never told him yet I'd take it. But I got up and accepted the pastor, didn't tell him what, anything I had from God. And this deacon got up while I was talking, smiled and shook hands with me, wasn't mad at me, and said, uh, to me, he looked at me and laughed week and said, well, they've run it over me. They've run it over me. They voted you in when I was against you. And he left and never did come back. And he said, you know, afterwards, you know, he'd meet me on the street and shake hands with me. Pat and I said, boy, I'll tell you, I like you. He said, you, you, you got the goods. He said, you know, I wasn't even saved. I just made up my mind, I'm going down there and fool those people and get them to vote me in as deacon. And they did. See, they had no discernment, you know. And they voted them in. And then his wife came to him and told me afterwards, that same night after he left the building, she said, Brother Hagin, there were two no votes there. Of course, you know one of them was Wills because he's already told you. Now, I had to write no. But I want you to know, because you see, he's, he helped count the vote. And if there's not two no's in there, she said, when we got home, there would be hell to pay. He'd beat me up and cuss me out. Felt like that didn't need to be in anyway. See, that's the reason he left. He knew he couldn't make it, so I was going to be there. And so he, uh, so she said, I meant yes, but I had to write no on that slip of paper. <laughs> well, there's a little side story here. It don't pay to be a hypocrite. 
Are you listening? That dear man's wife was saved all right. She came when she could and did the best she could. But the children are unsaved and they followed the daddy instead of the instead of her. Terrible how they turned out. One of them was like one of them. One of the girls was like him. She she saw in the home that he cussed and knocked his wife down. Had mad fits. So she got married, just 22 or 3 years old. But she had mad fits like her daddy and cussed and fired her husband, took a gun and killed him. I guess it's in penitentiary today. Of course, I know every one of them turned out bad. That's a little side thought, but sometimes some of these side journeys helped us as much as anything. We need to be sincere and honest before God and before our fellow man. Amen. Are you listening? For the seeds that we sow are going to bring forth a harvest. The harvest can be good or can be bad. Can be joyous or can be sad. But the harvest is coming. For it was not to sinners that the Spirit of God had the great apostle write. But it was to the church and Christians. That whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap. Amen. Well, now, here's what I was going to tell you. <laughs> Said all that to get this to you. I count, I, I didn't want, from the natural standpoint, needed my wife to go back there to that church. I'll be honest with you. Didn't want to move back to that town. Didn't want to live in that postage. Oh, I love people, love people, always. But I, I, just, it just, I just, I'm talking about, in my heart, I want to obey God. But I mean, everything about my flesh recoiled. Everything about my natural man, the outward man, and my own natural human thinking and mind, I did not want to do it. And for that reason, when we got right down to it, I was saying to the Lord, I didn't want to trust that inward witness that I knew I had and she had. And I kept praying and took some days to fast even. Now before this election came, of course, see they had to announce it over two weekends and so on to be legal, you know, and so on. And, and I fasted two or three days, I think over into the third day. I wanted the Lord to move some kind of a supernatural way. Of course, I'm only about 24 years old, you see, between the 23rd and 24th birthday. Didn't know much to know now. But I want God to, to give me some kind of a witness. I mean, other than a witness, some kind of a word or something, a, a tongued interpretation or a prophecy or, or, or just write it up in the sky. Go to that place. <laughs> See, and I fasted and prayed. I remember about the third day of my fast, you know, I was on my knees just sort of bawling and squalling and begging because I didn't know any better, you know. Oh, dear God, you know, I just don't want to trust, you know. And, and he just said to me, see, he also leads by an inward voice as well as an inward witness. And that inward voice said, get up in there, quit acting that way. <laughs> see, it couldn't have been my own spirit saying that. I wouldn't have done said that. He said, get up from there. Well, I got up. Then I said, Lord, Lord, if you could, I, if, if, if you could just move here some way, some supernatural sign, you know. I'd just feel better about this. He said, you've got all I'm going to give you. You don't need any supernatural sign. You don't need any supernatural something writing in the sky. You don't need any tongue interpretation. You don't need any prophecy. You know on the inside of you what to do. Now do it. 
I said, okay, I will. <laughs> Many times, friends, we are ignoring that inward witness and we want something out here in the sense realm that can be dangerous, really. This learned that he leads primary, first of all, number one, by the inward witness. Amen. Now, I want to say it again. You'll find that being led by an inward witness is number one or the primary way that God leads all of his children. Now, I stumbled over that seeking something else way back there then. Eleven years ago, we came to Tulsa. We moved to Tulsa. I'd been here with a meeting 13 years ago. And uh, I would come by here a lot of times going to meetings, different places to preach because Brother Charlie Hazelton, he kept, he was an accountant, he kept my books for me at Evangelistic Association. So I'd bring him information. I'd buy my cars from Brother Lee Eller. He had a car, you know, used car, but he'd get new ones for me. Or if I needed tires, he'd get them for me and so on. And I needed a tire and I needed uh, also to bring some information to Brother Hazelton. So we were staying over at the Ellers, and, and Lee said to me, he said, Brother Hagen, you, you need to move to Tulsa. And said, I just got the very place for you. Well, I wasn't much interested in it, to tell you the truth about it, because, but anyway, he said, uh, Brother Osborne's old office building over here on North Utica, he said, uh, I saw his office back the other day, and he said, Lee, sell that for us. Different, different times. I don't know how many different times it had been sold. People put up earnest money and just lost any earnest money and didn't take it. Deal didn't go through. And it had been sitting over there. He said, come on, I want to show it to you. And I thought, well, just through respect, I'd go. He said, now they told me, get us $30,000 for it. And he said, I'll, uh, you know, if you want whatever you can make on top of it, that's it, but get us $30,000 for it. And they had a mortgage on it for $50,000. They had to pay off $20,000 themselves. And so I, uh, he said, I won't make anything on it, you know, just, so I went over there with him. We got into that building, I was thinking all the time, I said to him, I've already settled what I'm going to do. Because we'd just moved into a new and different house there in Garland, a brick home, and I said, I'm going to take the old frame house, because it's in the part down that's zoned business. And we had our office in the, in the, in the den, you see, and in the garage for storage. I'm going to turn the whole house into an office. And then the lot is real deep, and I can build more there if I want to, you see. And so I'm going to have an office there. We lived there for 17 years in Garland, suburb of Dallas. So, you know, that's what we can do. But the minute I walked in that building, I never said a word then, but I walked in that building. On the inside of me, just like somebody had rung a bell, set off a buzzer. Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's just an inward witness. You can't hardly describe it. It'd be hard to tell somebody. You just say, well, I don't know. I don't know how to tell you, but I just know it in here. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is the Kenneth W. Hagen book entitled, God's Victory Plan. Next is Kenneth E. Hagen's four CD series, The Name of Jesus. And the last item, Lynette Hagen reads success scriptures on CD with beautiful background music. 
All this for the special radio price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Sunday, May the 1st is International Rhema Day. Yeah, something about like, what in the world's International Rhema Day? Well, it's a day <laughs> in which churches, businesses, individuals, individuals, yes. They first of all, they pledge to pray for Rhema Bible Colleges all over the world. We got 270 of them yes. all over the world. Yes. And then tell other people about Rhema Bible College. Yes. And then support Rhema with a special offering on that day, May 1, with a special offering to help support Rama. That's what Rama International Rama Day is. Yes. And you can go to rama.org slash IRD and get all the information, sign up, be a part, and especially, I mean, especially all of our Rama grads and all of our our, our churches and all of you that have been blessed yes. by, this, by this ministry, uh, you need to be a part of this because we're teaching people that mandate that was given to my dad, go teach my people faith. That's and that's right. what we're doing. And when you support Rhema, you're helping us to train others to go into all the world and to tell everybody about the faith that you can have in God. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this classic teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.